0: About two weeks later, the box arrived from the distributor. That was always an exciting moment. Marty and I would be joined by Ben, who also enjoyed the moment. In those days, we didn't know what the covers looked like. The ordered books provided just lists of names. But these were the early days of LPs, and artists and photographers had a field day with 12-by-12-inch 12 12 covers. With great anticipation, we tore open the box, and there were the four Schoenbergs. Ben's jaw dropped in amazement. Hey, kid, what are you doing? He roared. Are you trying to put me out of business? I explained that these were the new masterpieces of modern music and that we needed them in the store. Ben looked at me for a long, silent moment. He was shocked by my naivete. After all, I had been in the record business almost four years, and he couldn't believe I had been that dumb. Okay, he finally said. Tell you what I'll do. Put them on the shelves with the regular classical stock, and let me know when we've sold the last one. For the next seven years, I would come home to Baltimore, stop by the store, and check on them to see how we were doing. Finally, near the end of my Juilliard years, I came home and found they were all gone. I was elated and showed Ben the empty space where they had been. The Schoenbergs! They're gone! Ben, always patient in moments like these, quietly said, Okay, kid, did you learn the lesson? I said nothing, just waited. I can sell anything if I have enough time. It was just as Ornette would tell me many years later. The music world and the music business are not the same. And so, we learn. Ben taught Marty and me many, many things, but like this one... Not every lesson was easily learned. The actual sound of Central European art music, especially the chamber music, was a solid part of me from an early age, but maybe not audible in my music until almost five decades later, when I began to compose sonatas and unaccompanied string pieces, as well as quite a lot of piano music. Though I did write a few string quartets for the Kronos Quartet, and some symphonies besides, these works from my 40s, 50s, and 60s didn't know that much to the past. Now that I'm in my seventies, my present music does. It's funny how it happened this way, but there it is. It was also a long time before I began to realize how jazz had entered my music. Because it is a form that is mainly improvisational, I didn't connect it at all with my work. Only quite recently, while reflecting on my own history with jazz, I was surprised by what I found. In the last few years, Linda Brumbach and her Pomegranate Arts Company put together a new production of Einstein on the Beach. Since parts of the Einstein music have been part of my ensemble's repertoire for years, I have mainly been involved with performing the music. Recently, though, I was listening to some early recordings of the train music from Act 1, Scene 1. Suddenly, I was hearing something that I had failed to notice for almost 40 years. A part of the music was almost screaming to be recognized. I began looking around in my record library, and I came upon the music of Lenny Tristano. I knew this music very well. It was from my early listening years with Jerry. At that moment, in fact, I recalled that when I arrived in New York, I had somehow gotten Tristano's phone number and called him up. I was in a phone booth on the Upper West Side near Juilliard, and to my total surprise, he, Tristano himself, answered the phone. Mr. Tristano, my name is Philip Glass, I managed to say. I'm a young composer. I've come to New York to study, and I know your work. Is there any chance I can study with you? Do you play jazz? No, I don't. Do you play the piano? A little. I came here really to study at Juilliard, but I love your music, and I wanted to be in touch with you. Well, he said, thank you for the call, but I don't know that there's anything I can do for you. He was very kind, almost gentle. He wished me luck. Now, fifty years later, listening to Tristano's music again, I found what I was looking for. Two tracks. The first, Line Up, and the second, East 32nd Street. I listened to them, and there it was. No, the notes weren't the same. Most listeners were probably not...